Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Folks, if you like good old-fashioned true crime mysteries... If you like stories where you feel like you're a detective finding clues, June's Journey is the name of this new game that you can play on your iPhone or your Android. You are uncovering the mystery of June's sister's murder. It's this well-to-do family in the 1920s living in a great Gatsby-like mansion. Each scene uncovers new aspects of the story. Some parts are in New York. Some parts are in Paris. There's all kinds of objects you're finding and trying to assess whether they're meaningful or not. You collect information, filling out your own photo album, and you're keeping track of all the characters. There's romance. There's scandalous family secrets. It feels like a really fun play or movie. And I've only made it through like five scenes, but I am told you could crack the case. All you need is an internet connection and downloading on iOS or Android. So discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Risk! 
Hey folks, this is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday we release these special episodes where we look back at content from the earlier years of the podcast. This week we're introducing a new series of Risk episodes called Funny Stuff, Nothing But Laughs, in these compilations of classic stories from Risk on the lighter side. This week we're revisiting a story by one of everyone's favorite recurring Risk storytellers, the one and only T.S. Madison of RuPaul's Drag Race fame. That's a story called The Eulogy, but before that, 80 miles from the cult classic Wet Hot American Summer, he told this one at one of the very first Risk live shows in New York, all the way back in 2009. It's a story we call The Deuce. My story um, starts with a girl. Uh, in the early 90s, my first job at, in New York City was working at the video company Buns of Steel, made uh, <laughs> exercise videos. And uh, I didn't exercise, and I didn't make the videos. I tracked the orders of the videos as they were shipped around the country. And one of the girls that I worked with was a salesperson named Dana. And Dana and I, like a lot of young 20-somethings that have jobs, uh, flirt a lot at work. And we, I thought there was something going on there, and uh, I had a little bit of a crush on her. And so one day I asked her if she wanted to get together over the weekend. And she said, uh, sure, why don't we get together on Sunday and go to the park and hang out? And I said, that sounds like a great idea. It's a kind of a, you know, not a high-pressure type situation. You can get to know each other, and maybe we'll make out at some point. Um, so uh, Saturday night, I go out with my friends, as I did for about the first six years that I was in New York City, and I got wasted. And uh, Sunday morning rolls around, and I am super hungover, like crazy hungover. My stomach feels like there's a, a battle going on uh, inside it, and something horrible is gonna happen at some point. Uh, but I have a date with Dana, so I'm gonna go for it anyway. So I go meet her in the park, and it's a hot summer day in the middle of Central Park, and I'm wearing a t-shirt and some cut-off duckhead khaki shorts, and we go to Sheep's Meadow, and we uh, spread out a blanket, and we're laying in the sun, and we're talking, she's got her sunglasses on, she's telling me a story, and as I'm listening to the story, my stomach starts to gurgle. Noises start to happen. I start to feel like an event is about to take place. <laughs> and um, I guess this is where the blindsided part of my story happens. So I went to Poot. <laughs> and instead of just pooting, I released a floodgate of diarrhea into my shorts. And I'm not talking about just a little bit. I'm not talking about a little accident. I'm talking about quarts of diarrhea filled my shorts. And I'm laying on the ground next to this girl that I have a crush on. 
and she's telling a story, and I'm sitting there, and I'm going, all right, this has happened. This is the reality on the ground. I'm a 25-year-old man, and I'm laying next to this lady, and I've got a pants full of shit. And I have to deal with this situation. Now she's talking this entire time, which made, makes me think, well, she doesn't know what's happened. So I could possibly get out of this situation. And so I, um, I reach down and I, I grab my shorts and I gather them up against my legs, forming sort of like a seal. And I, uh, when I feel like I've got a good enough seal, I go for it. And I say, Dana, uh, I'm gonna go uh, take a leak in the bathroom. And she's meadow. And I, she's like, great, all right, I'll see you in a minute. And I stand up and I back away from Dana, holding my pants against my legs and containing most of the evidence, not all of it. There's some runaway strays down the leg. Sorry, this is what happened, guys. I'm not gonna spare you the details. And I go towards the bathroom, and I'm thinking, oh my God, I cannot believe this has happened. I hope I don't see anyone I know. I just want this problem to go away. I just want to deal with it. So I go to the bathroom, and it's a weekend day in Central Park, and there's a huge long line, right? So I start to cut, and I'm like, you know, because I got kind of an emergency here. And so, you know, sure enough, some guy's like, hey, guy, there's a line over here. And like, I don't want to tell everybody, but like, yeah, but I shit in my pants. <laughs> so I, uh, I go get in line and I'm standing there and I'm holding my pants and, this, and it's just a horrible situation. And I look back and there's this boy, little boy behind me. And I look at him and he looks at me and he looks down at this trickle of diarrhea going down my leg. It's going into my sneaker. And I look at him and he looks at me and there's like a little moment there where I'm like, come on, bro, be cool. <laughs> don't say anything. <laughs> And I think he was scared, so he didn't say anything. And so finally it's my turn, and I go into the bathroom, and I go into the bathroom stall, and uh, the door won't stay shut. It keeps swinging open. So I have to use one hand to hold the door shut. I spread my legs and put my shorts down, forming kind of like a little basket. And a miracle, there's um, toilet paper in the bathroom, which I couldn't believe. This is interesting. Very true. Every detail of the story is true. On the ground is about an inch of pee and water. And for some reason, someone has taken a shit next to the toilet. And so that's going on on the ground. I've got this situation with my pants. I don't want my pants getting down on the ground and getting someone else's shit on it. So I have to form this like little basket. I start cleaning up as best I can. I'm kind of laughing at this point. I can't believe what's going on. Um, uh, I, I get most of it taken care of. You know, I'm just like throwing everything into the commode. And uh, I'm starting to get kind of, you know, like I'm like, I might get out of the situation alive. Just about that time, Cops raid the bathroom. Uh, there's been some sort of sting operation uh, where they've uh, arrested a bunch of pot dealers in Central Park. 
And so they rush into the bathroom and they start screaming, everybody out, everybody in the bathroom out, all civilians out of the bathroom. And they're like throwing up criminals against the wall and frisking them and screaming and everything. And I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. I still have a major mess to clean up. So I get, I get as much of it cleaned up as I possibly can. I pull my, my uh, shorts up to my nipples and I untuck my t-shirt down so it hangs down below the stain uh, on the back of my pants. And it looks like I'm wearing a dress, but you can't see the big diarrhea stain in my britches anymore. Uh, and so when I've got myself pretty much together, I walk out, the cops completely flip out. There's criminals everywhere. They're like, we told everybody to get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? You want to get arrested? And I was like, no, I don't. I just want to get out of here. Go back to my date. Um, so I go back to, uh, to Dana and I, uh, I say, Dana, I was like, I'm not feeling too good. I was like, I think I need to go home. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, sure, let's go. And so she's like, um, and I was like, I'm just gonna take the subway. She goes, I'll come with you. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> and so we, we walked across the park to the subway. I'm wearing this t-shirt dress. I know I smell like diarrhea. And Dana isn't saying anything. She's not letting on that she knows anything. So I'm thinking like, all right, well, let's just keep going with it. We get on the subway. You know, uh, it stinks, uh, kind of covering up my odor, I guess. And so we ride a, a few stops, we get off at 23rd Street, she goes to her apartment, I go back to my apartment, I take off the clothes, I take a shower, I put the clothes in a bag, I burn them, I'm home free. I can't fucking believe that I got out of that situation. About an hour later, phone rings, it's Dana. Dana's like, hey Miles, how you feeling? And I'm like, so much better, so much better. And she's like, well, do you wanna come over for dinner? I'm making pasta. And I'm like, she definitely doesn't know. She wouldn't be inviting me over for dinner if she knew that I'd shit in my pants on our date. So I'm like, yeah, I definitely wanna come over for dinner. So I go over to her house and she lives with a roommate. Her roommate's not there. She shows me around her apartment. She shows me the little bar area. She shows me her couch. She shows me her bedroom. We sit in there for a little while and look at some pictures. Um, she shows me around. And then she starts, you know, making the pasta in the kitchen. And we're yelling across the apartment back and forth, you know, talking about what's going on. Finally, she's just like, Miles, this is ridiculous. Well, stop yelling across the apartment. Come in here and talk to me while I finish dinner. I was like, okay. So I get up and I'm walking towards the kitchen. And as I walk, I reach back and I scratch my butt. And I pull back a handful of shit. And my mind melts. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Am I? Am I shitting through my pants now and I don't even know that I'm doing it? What is happening? And I look around her apartment and everywhere that I've sat in the last hour is a big shit stain. There's a shit stain on her couch. There's a shit stain on her fucking bed. There's on the bar stool. There's shit everywhere. And I'm just sitting there with shit in my hand and I'm just like, I'm kind of about ready to start crying because I don't know what's happening. And Dana comes in 
And she looks at me, and she gets this really angry look on her face. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on, Dana. <laughs> There's shit all over your apartment. <laughs> and she sits there for a second, and she goes, God damn it. She goes, my roommate's cat shit on the sofa. And you sat in it. And she gets super apologetic. I'd sat in cat shit. I'd never been so relieved to sit in cat shit. I was over the fucking moon about the fact that I just sat in some cat shit. I was so excited that I, I literally started laughing and smiling and I was like, that's okay. And so she's secretly going like, this is a weird reaction to finding out you just said cat shit. I was happy about it. And she's like, I'm so sorry. Let me give you some shorts. And she's like, I'm going to wash your clothes. And so she, I, she gives me some of her roommate's shorts. I put them on. And she's like, we have dinner. And she takes it and she washes them. She comes back. They're dry and everything. And she's like, I, again, Miles, I am so sorry that happened. I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, Dana, please. It is fine. Don't worry about it. She had no idea that two and a half hours, three hours earlier, I had been a foot and a half away from her with shorts full of diarrhea. So uh, I guess the coda to the story is that I, I never fessed up. And uh, we, I moved on to another job. We kind of lost touch. Uh, we would kind of call each other every once in a while. And uh, about a year and a half, two years later, we were on the phone. And I was like, oh, Dana. It's like, remember that day that we went to Central Park? And and, I, and I, I had to go home because I didn't feel good. She's like, yeah, she's like, she had a stomach thing or something. She didn't feel good. And I was like, yeah. I was like, did you know that I, I shit my pants and filled them full of diarrhea that day? And all I heard was like the phone just go drop on the ground. And then about 30 seconds later, her picking it up, just like crying, laughing. She had no idea the entire time. But, so I guess I uh, was blindsided, but uh, I got away with it. Thanks for that. I probably went off uh, and ate something I wasn't supposed to. And as I'm walking to the press room, I, know, I think I gotta, you know, pass a little gas here. So I'm walking by myself. Who's gonna know? Only a little something extra came out. You pooped and in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Uh, not horribly, but enough that I was panicking. So I got to the restroom of the press room, threw out the underwear you know, and just went commando. And what did that tell you? It told me that I've got to be very vigilant as to what I eat. Thank you, Kevin, for that marvelous introduction. I'm not fucking you later anyway, bitch, okay? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I want to come tell you a story about something that happened to me in my life very, very long, well, not that long ago, because then y'all will figure out my age, but it's very long ago. I, uh, for a living, I've done a lot of stuff, okay, and a lot of things that I may not be proud of, but bitch, it bought me that big giant house I did in Conyers, bitch. It bought me two Mercedes Benzes, bitch, so it did its job, right? Okay, now, 
when I go through life, what I like to tell people to do is be yourself. That's one of my taglines. You see it right there on that shirt, right there. Be yourself, bitch. That's one of my taglines. And I try to encourage people to be themselves so much because strange things could happen in your life. And even after you die. I was about 20 years old. And a friend of mine died that I went to school with. You know this story, don't you know this story? <laughs> friend of mine died that I went to school. He wasn't a friend of mine, but he was a friend of the ladies, you know, at, at, the, at the school, you know. And, and, and all the ladies used to talk about how handsome and fine and sexy and delicious and all this type of stuff he was. And he just up and perished. You know how when people just up and perish, you're like, well, how he died? You know, I wanted to say on top of me, but, you know, <laughs> but that wasn't the case, you know. And I'm living the South. I'm from the South. So being from the South, you know, we are Bible people, right? The Bible Belt down there. And it's just, it's so crazy how we are the Bible Belt and I end up having tits and a dick. Ain't that something? <laughs> I always knew that Christian kids, people of the cloth children, always end up sucking dick. <laughs> the girls and the boys, so. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the gentleman died. And when he died, everybody was running around trying to figure out how, like what happened, what happened to him? So being that I'm a queen, y'all know what queen is, right? Okay, well you definitely know what a queen is. <laughs> being that I'm a queen, honey, you know we nosy, we nosy bitches. So a girlfriend of mine and I, myself, loaded up in the car, honey. You know, his funeral was Saturday. You can't keep black people out long, too long, honey. You know what I'm saying? You know, we can't keep them out too long, child, because the family will be fighting over the money. But anyway, we loaded up in the car, and we went to his services. So we sitting here in the back of the church, and we, we watching everybody come in. The casket is sitting up there all pretty and white, the big Ray is sitting up there and you know the, the mom on the front row the girlfriend on this row honey the kids is crying everybody is just crying and crying it was a real sad occasion and I'm still trying to figure out how he died you know what I'm saying like I'm sitting there like how he died now me and him around about the same age I hope it ain't my time next you know but anyway so we sitting back here and everybody's just chilling and just trying to figure out how he died. You know, that's just the big thing. How did this man die? So, all of a sudden, the doors of the church just blew open. Boof! We looked back, and it was the first thing I saw was hair. You see how this hair sitting up here on top of my head? The first thing I saw was hair sitting up to the ceiling, coming in through the door like this from the side. And when the hair came in, you didn't really get a chance to see the person. You just saw them holding themselves like this. And it was very much so, he took a good dick out of this world. I was like, what? You know, he took a good dick out of this world. I said, what? And she just kept coming from the back, hair to the side. Like, this was a stage performance, so I nudged my friend, like, girl, honey, are you sitting to the edge? Is this time for us to go, honey? Are they calling us out? So it just got louder and louder as she proceeded up to the goddamn cancer. He took a good dick out of this world. 
He took a good dick out of this world. He took a good dick out of this world. And I said, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Wait. Did this bitch just say what I think she said? And then, honey, you know, I guess I was the, not the only one that couldn't really understand what was coming out. So I guess the shit show and shenanigans just continue. He took a good dick out of this world. He took a good dick out of this world. He took a, he took a, he, he, he took a good dick out of this world. So I'm like, oh my God, he took a good dick out of this world. Oh my God. Like, out of all the dicks that I have ever had in my life, why couldn't I have that one before he went on to the glory? You know, and then, listen, y'all. Now, listen, this is some true motherfucking tea. I'm telling y'all, this is some true tea. This bitch was ugly as fuck. <laughs> this bitch was so ugly. I know y'all seen the movie Holiday Heart, right? Y'all seen that? Holiday Heart with Ving Rhames. It's up and drag, bitch up in drag, looking like two men and a baby with this wig sitting on top of her head, screaming and crying. Now see, mind you, this boy never touched any of the queens in the local neighborhood, never. Never touched them, felt like we were disgusting, used to talk all kind of shit. Y'all some dudes, all y'all dudes. All y'all over there is dudes. I see y'all in the club, all y'all is dudes. So of course I was gonna go to your motherfucking funeral, bitch. You died first, bitch. The dude's still alive. But the gag of the matter <laughs> was we found out that you were really fucking a dude, bitch, when you were alive, okay? Because this was a man, this wasn't like a, it wasn't a beautiful queen like myself, bitch. This was a man, like a man-man, like a hard steel man with a fuqua sitting on top of his, a wig or something on the end. Laying all down on the side of the casket. He took a good dick out of this world. He took a good dick out of this world. He took a good dick. He took a, he took a, he took a, he took, he took a good dick out of this world. So I'm sitting there like, bitch, is that dick really that good? You would come all the way from wherever the fuck you came from and break this funeral up like that. How could you break a funeral up like that? So the baby stopped crying. The wife stopped crying. The mama stopped crying. Everybody is looking like, what the fuck is going on? And this queen was really putting on a stage performance, bitch. Y'all hear me? With the, he took a good dick. So I'm sitting there like, well, when is it gonna end? And she stood right up there to the front of everybody. He took a good dick out of this world. He took a good dick out of this world. He took a, he took a, he took, he, 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 he took a good dick out of this world. Rolled and went back and forth in front of the casket. I wanted to leave. I wanted to leave. No, I didn't, bitch, I'm lying. I wanted to see what the fuck was gonna happen. Bitch. So the pastor is standing there. Now you know this is Southern Baptist Church, bitch. This is Church of God and Christ type of church, y'all. Y'all already know them Church of God and Christ don't play none of that homosexual stuff. <laughs> this queen came in there and turned the motherfucking party, bitch. You hear me? <laughs> so my advice to men and women and down low men is please live your authentic truth. Let
your authentic truth and mind how you treat people in this life because you never know who may come to your funeral and turn that bitch out. I'm trying to tell you, cause see I learned something from that bitch that day. I'ma go fuck a bitch funeral up. He took a good dick, he took a good dick, he took a good dick out of this world. Thank y'all so much. Well, that is all of this funny stuff edition of Risk. Now, there are hundreds of funny stories peppered into regular Risk episodes all the time. And if you go to risk-show.com slash special series, you'll find other series like The Best of Risk or our all-star episodes or our scary stories episodes wherever you get your podcasts or at risk-show.com. Folks, Today's the day. Take a risk. He took a good dick out of this world. He took a good dick out of this world he took a good dick out of this world he took a good dick out of this world he took a good dick out of this world he took a he took a he 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 took a good dick out of this world he took a good dick out of this world he took a good dick out of this world he took a good dick out of this world he took a good dick he took a 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 he took he took he took a good dick out of this world that dick is really that good Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60.